in a league of my own. The fine line between organic and clone. From the south side of Jersey, ain't no place like home. Where either they nine to five and end up packing the crones from else to the dome. In a league of my own. The fine line between organic and clone. From the south side of Jersey, ain't no place like home. Where either they nine to five and end up packing the crones from else to the dome. But me, I took a different route. By God's grace, I figured out how to intervene with the devil in between sense. But I'm retired. I'm that nigga on the scene. Those are big shit. Good, how's your day? It's good, man. Just getting home. I was at the gym this morning. I actually had to go back in a little bit to try and train. Yo, what's good? About to get some stuff out for the book today. So I got some time to get to sit down and do that. So with the second edition, are you just are you adding more to it or yeah, it's gonna be a whole new There's a final a new final chapter. Um there's a, a new beginning like opening. Um, to the book, and then there's also I updated like the bio and stuff like that, and then I also took out some stuff in regards to, like acknowledgement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I just updated a lot of that stuff. Obviously, the new covers and everything, but the book is like new, newly formatted, so it looks actually really professional instead of how it did before. True. That's just so. Got it. Started a, a publishing company for it. So I can sell it in like bookstores. It has like the barcode and everything. Oh, uh, that's a lot of work, but that's way, way more professional. Hey man, if it wasn't a lot of work, it wouldn't be worth it. That's a fact. So I ain't doing nothing now. Just made some food, but so we're chilling. Chilling, man. Just uh, getting everything ready. Um, we got the. It's pretty dead on base today, but it's more because of the air show. The air show is practice day is today, and then the actual show is tomorrow. So we're kind of like running with a skeleton oh, crew. Yeah. I I mean, I, we forget about it because we like it puts a it kind of put a damper on on our actual work day because half the guys like they give us I'm not gonna say the day off, but they give us the opportunity to actually go see the show. So we're like half the guys go yeah, yeah. to the practice, the other half will go Wednesday to the We'll go Wednesday to the actual show. So this week I decided to go on Wednesday because I got a bunch of running around to do, you know, just wedding stuff like that. But other than that, man, I mean, the usual grind, just just, just getting it done, man. You know, a lot of a lot of things in the works. What's good with you, Lust? Man, I'm just trying to keep this household together, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to keep this household together, man. It's, it's, it's just always so much going on. And it's going to do nothing to keep getting busier. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it gets busier. Every, every you know, we, we, we in a process and a transition right now because we trying to get ready for, for the fourth, for the fourth little one. So, you know, we just trying to prepare the household for it and just keep, you know, Keep keep everybody on the on a regimen on the on the schedule, so that when she comes, you know she she get right in with the with the schedule, you know. Yo, all about. you you are a girl maker. Good thing you got little lust. Then I would have been calling you Kobe Bryant. I know, man. I'm I'm glad I'm glad I got a little little one, a uh, little a little less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I I tell you what, man. You know. I think I think I learned more from you know my my family than I learned from any from any anywhere else. Like you know, like listening to podcasts and all that stuff. Like I learned so much from like my family, like more than any any other element of learning. That's because of the direct reflection of your actions. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean, like, like I see it. I see it. Like however I respond and how I react and how I move. Is exactly what they do, and it's just like wow. It so I learned so much quicker. Like not only that, you not only that you built it. You know, I mean, you built right. it from the ground up. You built every single living moment these kids can envision growing up to kicking them out into the world, telling them they're on their own. So I mean, right. you built your own kingdom. Yeah, man, it's, and it's so interesting because you know it, it's and it's really important for you know, us to be careful about what we do, what we say and, and everything. And then, and then also like the things that we do really well, you know, really emphasize it, you know, cause Kylie, Kylie uh, was at the community day just this past week. 
and she um she was able to um you know put together like a a lemonade stand and she sold lemonade and she sold pretzels and she ended up making like 150 dollars and you know it was dope for her to do that because she'd been she'd been you know asking me to do it for a long time and i was like all right you know when the time is right so you know we put everything together and we did it and it just it was just so amazing she put so much effort into it and she just reminded me of me, you know, like, all right, we got to write this down. We got to put this, we got to plan this together. Dad, did you get this? Did you get that? We got to cut these things, prepare them for. So she was just like locked in, you know what I mean? Like even when she went, uh, when she went away for the week, um, she was calling me and like, dad, did you get this? Did you get, like, we did a Zoom call, you know what I'm saying? To to like make sure that we That's had everything. Crazy. Okay. So it was just like, it, it was so crazy to like do that with her. And then on the flip side, you know, where where I think that we can get better is a lot of times when I when I speak, um, I'll I'll go like you know around the bush to get to the point just because I'm I'm big on details, so I gotta I gotta I gotta give you the framework before I give you the actual like direct something. And that, that's a lot of times is how I, I communicate it, uh, but I, I be you know, I'm getting a lot better at that. So I see my daughter now when we, when we're talking about certain things, like she going, we like, look, baby, land the plane, <laughs> land the plane. Cause she, she going around <laughs> the whole jump. We just like, all right, look, you could have just went and just said this, you know? So, so now I'm, you know, I've been practicing it for some time now. And, and now it's like, start to implement that with her. And, uh, you know, cause, cause she, she just, she just want to do everything that I do, to be totally honest. Like, she really just watched me do what I do. So, so for those who don't know you, Kylie's your oldest daughter. Kylie is my oldest daughter. She's nine years old. She'll be 10 at the end of October. And we so, have Olivia. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, so does now that Liv is a, a decent amount younger than Kylie, does she pick up on these or is she just in, like, her own little kitty world? Nah, Olivia is really um, – her own person, man. Like she's so, she's so like determined, you know. And she, she has, she has such a, um, a, a strong mindset, man. It's, um, she, she can be challenging. And when I mean challenging, like I'm, I'm not talking about it in the way that most people think about it, like bad. Um, she, she like really challenges me to grow because she helps me see things differently and and help me to communicate with her in a different way at times where. I got to speak differently to her than I speak to Kylie or even to Les. So I, I, I have to learn their personalities and be able to talk to them in, in the way that they, they can receive it. So Olivia is like straight to the point. Like she, like she ain't going around the plane and around the book. Like she right to the point. I want this. That's that. Boom. I don't want to hear none of that extra fluff stuff. Kylie, you know, you, you gotta, you know, you got, you got to framework it. You know what I mean? Cause she, she's the, she likes the, the influence, you know, the, uh, the, the experience aspect of things where Olivia, she ain't really concerned about the experience. She just want what she want. Boom. Um, and Olivia's five, she'll be six in December. And then Les is the straight up energy, all energy, no matter what energy, energy, energy. <laughs> Jack, Jack, man. <laughs> yeah, Les be on the move going, all the time. Yeah. If things are going good energy. If things are going bad energy, just energy everywhere. And it's, but it's it's all it's all love though, you know, and and we're just as a family, we're so young, we're like we're a really young family, so we're we're growing. Like I'm 30, I just turned 30. My wife is 33, so like we we young, we young in this game, and we're just trying to learn as much as we can. So we we call people, mm-hmm. we we contact different people, and just try to. Uh, or I, sh- I shouldn't say different people, but we, you know we have a, a, a specific person that we talk to, um, Glenn and Sherry Brooks. They they're amazing. They're parents and, um, you know, they've been married for like 27 years, something like that. And we, we talk to them a lot, you know, see some of the things that they do to, um, you know, shift when it comes to making that transition um, and, and raising a family. So, yeah, man, we just trying to get better. We just trying to get better. I know that was a lot, but, you know, we just trying to get better. <laughs> but what's up with y'all? Nate, what's, Nate got the book coming out. I heard you talking a little bit about that, you know. Yeah. It's, Yo, we didn't even introduce the podcast. We no, didn't. Well. We gonna have to go back. All right, let's let's do it now. That's the new intro. Yeah, that's the new intro. Yeah, that's the, the intro, intro. Just, going... the intro is just the moving now. Uh, yeah. 
Man, let, let me introduce this junk. Yo, 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 welcome to the New OG's podcast. This is Tone. This is Nate. And Les. And yo, it's we're been the a new OGs. <laughs> yo, it's been crazy. We mad, Rusty. <laughs> welcome to episode zero two one of the New OG's podcast. As you all yo, as you all just heard, like we just gave a little intro and everything, but I know the biggest question a lot of you guys probably asking is what happened to us between episode 20 and episode 21. So now we're going to give it to y'all. Basically, life happened. You know I mean, we all needed a break. We all had a lot of things going on. Uh, I'll start off. I'll let Nate go through what he went through because between Nate and Les, a lot has been going on the last two months. So I'll let y'all break down what y'all been going on with y'all, and then I'll break down what's going on with me. All right, so yeah, it's been a, I mean, it's been a lot, but it's all been been great things happening since I would say the last time we recorded. Um, just in regards to everything, you know, school, um, you know, business ventures and things like that. Uh, we got together, we did some stuff with the community in regards to um the stop the violence walk. Um, we just capped off the our first event. I like to say first you know, use, use the language, right? Instead of saying our, our, you know, our event with Nike, I like to say first, because I believe that we're going to do a lot more with them. Um, our first, you know, motivational conditioning summit at um, the Nike factory store in Atlantic city, which was a huge, huge event, great turnout um, and a blessing in itself. And then obviously I have the, the book coming out very soon. Uh, I'm actually sitting here right now while we're on the podcast, getting some stuff together. Uh, for the pre-orders that'll take place, you know, on Thursday. I'm not sure when the listeners will hear, hear this, but by the time you hear this, the pre-orders will probably already be up. Um, and then there's a bunch of other things, man, just learning to spend more time with family, uh, definitely a lot of time self-reflecting and just trying to be a better version of myself each and every day, man, just trying to do that. Um, that's That's mainly everything that's been happening. I could go into details, but, you know, that that would take the whole podcast, you know what I'm saying? But all in all, man, things have been great. Um, I, I really feel like I'm evolving in such a positive way at such a rapid pace. It's like for years, you know, the last 10 years I've been evolving, but it's been kind of slow. And it's like this last like three months have been ridiculous in regards to my mm -hmm. growth. And mm -hmm. I think it's because I'm, I'm, I'm maturing, I, w I would say. And not just maturing in the sense of like, yo, you, you know, you're a man now. It's kind of like, nah, my mindset is just, so much more mature and I understand what it means to, you know, take full responsibility for everything. Absolutely. So that, that's where I'm at now. And I didn't realize that before, but now it's like, yo, I got to take responsibility for everything. Like that's, that's my job and something dope. And I don't know how deep we about to go into this, but um, something that, you know, Tamara helped me understand the other day was, you know, I've already started to break, I've already broken the generational curse within my family like at 29, I've already done it. And I didn't mm -hmm. realize, I didn't realize that I've done it. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my head, like, y'all gotta keep going. I gotta break this curse. Like it's something crazy, but it's like, if I look at the things I've already done, it's already been broken. I'm like, absolutely. Oh, so now for me, that took a lot off of, like I had a lot of stress around that for whatever reason, but now I, I don't have that burden anymore. And now that I understand that, I'm able to be, you know, more productive. I'm able to relax a little bit more and have a clear mind knowing that I've already done that part. And now the rest of, you know, in order for me to continue to progress that in regards to, you know, breaking those generational curses and starting new traditions and stuff like that, I have to focus on my future immediate family. You know what I'm saying? My future kids, the people that are in this house. Not saying mm -hmm. that I shouldn't focus on my mom, my dad, my brothers, you know, my niece and my nephew. But at the same time, for me, in order for me to really, really make that change how I want to, it has to start from the inside out. It has to start from my home and then branch out. So it took me forever to understand that. I don't know why. It's always that thing, like, y'all want to buy my mom the house. I want to take care of the family. And it's like, that's dope, because I'm going to still do that stuff at some point. But that was the wrong motivation to have. And it's like, yo, you, you got the family that you're trying to start here. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got young Nipsey over here on the couch. Now, I mean, our, our first <laughs> young Nip. Nah, he, you know how he giving it up. He was at the workout with it, with it, with his workout clothes on, you know, doing his thing. But um, yeah, man, just realizing like, oh, okay, I'm starting a family here, and when the time is right, when we do have children, you know, that's when I can really start to dive a little deeper. But 
until then I just have to focus on what's going on at home and then I can go ahead and branch out because when I look at it, my parents have already, you know, they, they're living their life. They're, they're, they, they're created their life that they, you know, that they have now. And it's like, I can't mm -hmm. even make but so many changes to that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, man, that, that, that clear just thought path, man. I wish I would have had that a long time ago, but I have it now. So it is what it is, but man, I'm, I'm excited. And then, like I said, the book release, that's just a whole nother just excitement, man. And I got a story to share later, I guess, in a podcast. Um, a son that, that happened to me, that was amazing, you know, yesterday. That was dope. But, um, yeah, go ahead, Lush. How about you, Lush? What's good with you? Man, you know how I do. I'm, I'm just constantly with the family and, and just trying to grow. Um, I'm constantly just pushing myself every day, just, just trying to get better. Um, but you know, wow, I can't, I can't even, I don't even know where to start, man. It's let's let's so start with your 30th birthday. Let's start with your 30th right, birthday. Start, all right, let's start there. All right. Um, so that was amazing. So, so my wife, Tasha, um, apparently has been planning my 30th birthday for over a year and a half. These and are I facts. had no idea. And, um, everybody that I know that I love, that I care about, you know, everything was cool until about like three months, three months, um, three months, about three months before the event, everybody start like kind of acting funny. Like I was trying to talk to them and say, hey, what's going on? And no, no one wanted to like talk to me really. Everybody was just kind of acting funny. So I'm like, yo, wh like, like, what's up with y'all? <laughs> and um, <laughs> the day of me and Nate, you know, she set it up like it was going to be a fashion show for, for Never Quit because, you know, we, we got a little clothing um, aspect to, to the Never Quit um, brand. And um, she's like, yeah, you know, just make sure you got your shirts and everything. Make sure you got this. And I'm like, all right, all right, cool. I'm like, she's invested now. I'm like, yeah, we got this going on. Bet we got the models. We got the top. Like, we, we good. And Nate comes over because he's about to, you know, he, he's going to pick me up, take me over there. So I got the shirts. I got everything. I'm talking to him how we gonna have this thing all set up. And uh, I'm on my laptop creating some stuff. And he's just like, yeah, 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 that's dope, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think you really need to focus too much on that. And I'm like, wow, what's up, you know? And um, we get out into the front and I see some of my family members walking in. And um, I'm just like, all right, what's up, whatever. And I ain't really, not, and I ain't really paying attention, just trying to get this stuff done on my laptop. And I walk into the building and everybody said surprise, and it was it was probably over. I don't know how many people was there, over a hundred people there or something. I don't even know, but um, it was so much love in that room, man. And I, I broke down like everything within me just collapsed. So I, I like, you know, hugged my wife, kissed her, and we just started boohooing on each other. And I was just like, man, this feeling is just amazing to have all these people that really care about me, love me take time off to spend this time with me and we had a great time um it, it was it was a man I still get chills you know from that event so I, I'm just excited that um you know that happened because you know what can I say man you know <laughs> yeah word. you know it was crazy it was a great say? event you know tell me why why his, uh was it Tasha's family almost almost blew the surprise bro <laughs> Yeah, that, they walk. They walk. We were sitting in the car. They walking in, and I could read their lips like, "Yo, yo, happy birthday, bro!" And I look at them like, "Nah, nah, this ain't nah. Keep moving." Like I literally had yeah. it like, oh. And you know what? <laughs> I knew something. I figured something Always was one. up, but I didn't. I didn't Always know. One, like, yo, I didn't really know because I was just sewing my laptop. Yo, to be honest, it was probably best that I did bring it because if I didn't, I'd have probably, I'd have probably been like, "Yo, what's like, what's up?" <laughs> So I was in my laptop, like, all right, y'all, you know, y'all keep it moving. And then uh, when we when we walked in, I was just like, man, like my heart melted. I was like, what is going on? It's family I ain't seen in 15 years, bro. That was there. You know what I mean? Like it was people that I ain't seen in years. It was, you know, people that it's it was just amazing, man. It was amazing. I've I've really, really, really had a great time. And um, you know, fast, you know, I guess fast forward to this point. Um, well, we had going night. I mean, Nate told you we had the, the event at Nike. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a fantastic event this past Saturday. 
Um, we did a walk for the city because, you know, there's a, been a lot been going on in Atlantic City um, regards to some of the crime and gun violence. So we, we did a nice little walk and they spoke. It was dope. Um, you know, we, we just been doing a lot of community work. I, I, I've been I've been doing a lot of like um, a lot of work in the community, like more more work than I've done in the past. And what I mean, what I mean, more work, I mean, like. I should say execution. I should say execution because I, I was always like in the community working, but like the meetings that I've been having, the the work that we've been doing lately, we see a direct impact from it now. Like before, Absolutely. it was just busy. It was just busy work, but now it's like real impact, and we're getting in, you know, getting in um, rooms and having seats at tables that like I figured we would get there, but I didn't know it'd be like this soon. Like we're 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 in and exactly where we need to be um, earlier than where I thought we, we were. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. And it's because we've really been putting in this work for a long time. And, you know, we sit back and look at all the things that we've done, all the people that we impacted. And that, that my 30th birthday was an example of like how many people showed up and how many people that we've impacted. Cause a lot of those people, you know, we talk and I I'm speaking to them. And, you know, I mm-hmm. think one of my friends that, that spoke there, he was like, yo, you can guarantee, you know, when you get on the phone with Les, you're going to spend at least an hour on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's going to be the best conversation you ever had, but it's going to be an hour on the phone. So it's just like, man, you know, that, that type of impact is, is, um, is, is evident at this point, and we're, we're being intentional about it now. Mm-hmm. We're being intentional about the, the impact that we're making. So, you know, that, that's, that's all, man. We executing and we impacting people, man, and, and you know, changing the, the uh, community. And like Nate said, you know, um, breaking these generational curses, I feel like we all have done it. You know, Absolutely. you've done it, I've done it, Nate's done it. And uh, I think that that's what this podcast is really about, is, is trying to break, or not trying, but, but breaking um, generational curses. So, we on we on the right track, fellas. But what's up with Absolutely. you, Tone? What's going on with you, bro? Man, I don't even know where to start. All right, so part of part of this uh, delay for the podcast was mostly on my behalf. I want to say I want to take fault for that because with me, um, on my military trip for a couple months down in Florida, it was it was really hard to get time to record, simply because I had crappy Wi-Fi service everywhere, everywhere. The Wi-Fi, our hotel Wi-Fi sucked. The little Wi-Fi we had at work sucked. Uh, Starbucks down there sucked, and it was super loud. Like, I could not find a place that was quiet enough. And definitely, like, we were there after school, so I couldn't go to the University of Miami or FIU or anything like that because, one, I don't have an ID, and two, it was summer hours. So there's a lot of things were shut down. But um, got a, had a nice little military trip. Um, Made a lot of friends down there and networked like crazy um, to the fact that the possibility that I was offered a job down there. Um, then I got injured down there, which really was a major setback with me knowing that I'm getting married in a little less than a year now. So I just been constantly nursing that uh, since the injury. I've been a uh, football season started back up. So I'm, I'm constantly in these kids ears about, you know, it's time to start planning for the next level. It's time to start. <clears throat> excuse me. It's time to start, you know, taking, you know, kicking everything up a notch because now that the team that we have now is a totally different dynamic of a team that we had last year where we went eight and three for the football team. So we've been putting in a lot, a lot of groundwork and fundamental work with these kids on the mental playing field than we were able to do with the kids last year simply because our kids last year were way too intelligent on the fact of football. Um, So it was kind of, I'm not going to say it was harder to coach them, but some of the fundamentals they already had. So the youth kind of missed out on it. Uh, we got great class coming in. So we got a young team. We only got like five seniors, I want to say, this year. So our underclassmen are really, really learning left and right, you know, on and off the field. So that's good. We got great leaders around them. But um, mostly with me, it's just been continuously grinding to, you know, make sure that, you know, my wife, my future wife, my fiance, Tori, has the wedding of her dreams. Um, we just been working towards that. We've been doing a lot of traveling because Ooh. cut it out, cut it out. But no, she, she's, you know, a head coach. So July was a big month for her as far as recruiting wise. She has one, two, three, five international 
total of six international kids now, but three just came in another three came in this year. So she was really big on trying to get recruiting for them. Um, she got, you know, to get ready for her next class coming because she's always thinking ahead of time. So class of 2020, 2021 and 22, she's already recruiting for. So we just constantly been moving with that. I, I want to make sure I give her, you know, 3000% uh, support and um, in backing on her because I would expect no less than that from, you know, from her, from me. So basketball is a big part of our life. So this summer just basically just been putting these building blocks in for if she wants to jump to the next level or she want to build for longevity here. And not only just for a job, but for us as a unit. So mostly it's just been work grinding and just trying to get everything right. You know, we've, we've been trying to, you know, revamp the podcast. We've been all with our own, you know, ventures and everything too, but we're here now and we just got to keep going. So when you, so here's the thing. This is my question. Cause y'all the ones that's going to be married before me, even though I've, I've probably been in a relationship longer than both of y'all, but maybe not less. I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> So when you work out or play ball, you gonna keep the ring on or take the ring off? Um, that's funny. Me and Tori had this conversation. She knows I'm really, I don't care too much about the ring aspect of it. Um, I honestly don't care about the paperwork of marriage. I believe I have a whole nother insight about that. But when I work out and when I'm at work, I will not be balling with my ring for two reasons. Um, one at my job, since I deal with explosives, one of our key rules to our explosive operations is to take off all ring watches and jewelry. So I will be taking my ring off at work. Just like I got to take my necklace off. Just like I got to take my, uh, my badge off my neck. I got to take all that off. So, but when I'm out and about, my ring will be on. So when I ball, I'm not going to like, they make them rubber rings or whatever, but eh, why spend extra money when I spent all this money already on another ring? So that's just my perspective. She understands it. She says she understands it, but you know how most women are. But um, she says she understands it, and she doesn't really agree with it, but it's just a disagree to – we just came to a common ground that while I'm at work or if I'm working out, I'm probably not going to have my ring on. Wow. Sound like all the wrong answers. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But that's, that's just me because one um, ah! <laughs> it is another reason. Another reason for me also, my ring is 24 karat gold, which is a very uh very soft gold. So okay. with me lifting weights and stuff, I will damage my actual ring. So okay. you know what I mean? Like it's like having a, a thin one of them rope necklaces, like a 24 karat gold is very easy to, you know, um, scratch break it's very porous i guess you can say so i don't want to really ruin my actual good ring but i am going to have multiple i'm gonna have a two rings i'm gonna have one for ones cleaned and then i'm gonna have a, a black regular everyday one to wear also mm. so okay but and if it really bothers her i'm really gonna i'm gonna have to bite the bullet on this one and get one of the little rubber rings and wear it more often i wonder if dudes take it off every once in a while like to see if they still got it it's like it's like going to the park and getting the ball. Up you want to hear something funny? Like and I've heard yo, this. you are a nut, yo. Take the ring <laughs> off and see if they can. St- <laughs> I mean, let me go to the park and pick see, see, up, see if I can still hit this jump shot real quick. Honestly, I've seen guys play basketball with their rings, but the problem I've also seen is when you get a jammed finger, you can't get it off for the compression. Mm, I like that. You gotta hit it with the science when you take yours off. Like, it's okay, true. I've, I've seen it happen in the men's league. With compression. <laughs> yo, I, I've seen it happen in the men's league. My man. Uh, jammed his finger, and the ring was like causing more pain than. You know what I mean, hey man, tell her that story. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about less. I don't know about less perspective, but you know. But so so when I when I'm at work, I take mine off because you know I almost lost mine a couple times because I'm in the water. I'm mm-hmm. you know, I swim, so like I almost lost mine a couple times. So. You know, she knows that, but, like, anywhere else I'm wearing, even when I'm playing – I see when I'm playing ball, it depends on, like, how, un- you know, how uncomfortable it is, but I, I ain't played ball in a minute. So, I don't, I leave my ring on. Only time I take it off is if I'm, like, literally, like, swimming, um, you know, of course, at work. But other than that, mm-hmm. like, it's on. But, I, I mean, I see a lot of dudes married, especially, like, older men. I don't ever see them wear their ring. And they've been, I mean, they've been married for, like, 20-something years. I think it's like I I don't know what it is. At that point, I guess it's like all right, we've been together for a minute. Like, 
do I really need to wear this ring? I mean, we we together. Like, ain't, ain't nothing going to change. I don't need to wear this ring because I, I see guys that don't wear it all the time. But absolutely, you know, and they solid. But I, you know, it is what it is. For me, I'm gonna wear it until she be like, whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to wear it. Even at that point, I'm just like, it it, it don't bother me. It don't bother me. I feel you. It don't I got a so- I got a solid I got a solid wife, man. Solid solid partner. Where I got a question for both of y'all. <laughs> when do you shut off the world at the end of your day? Does it always keep running for you, or do you have a specific time point? Like, boom, I'm done. Don't contact me. Don't do anything. This is my time, my family's time, or whatever. Uh, for me, I so I do actually do have like stuff on my phone to shut it down at 10 o'clock like mm-hmm. where it goes on do not disturb people y'all hit you it's like yeah i feel you i just ain't get it you know if you call it three times in a row it'll ring but I, I have that set up um at like 10 p.m but in all reality when i get home and it, it, you know if tomorrow's home like 7 7 38 o'clock i try to like shut it down so i, I won't I'll, i may have my watch on i may take it off just depending on what's going on but more than likely, I'm going to leave my phone in a different room. We're flexing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving it in a different room and just, you know, so we can just kick it so we can talk. Well, I got to say now we can just watch TV, but just vibe out because we're, our schedules are so busy. So for me, I try not to allow people to have access to that time. Again, I'll talk to y'all or whatever, or, you know, if something's going on, it is what it is. But I realize that's helped me a lot in regards to our, you know, us bonding and, and just being able to talk and just just kind of like veg out sometimes, just watch a movie and just relax because the world is so demanding for both of us throughout the day. So 10 p.m., my phone goes on Do Not Disturb. It may, I'm thinking of making that like 9 p.m. soon, especially with school back around. Yeah, it's usually 9 to like 7 a.m. So I'm, I'm probably switch that to like, I mean, it's usually 10 to 7 a.m., but I'm going to switch it to like 9 and 8 a.m. That way I can mm-hmm. really have that time to myself. For me, it doesn't, like, getting up in the morning because I'm up so early, around, like, 5 o'clock, I get to get all my stuff in before the world gets a hold of me at, like, 7. So it's like, that doesn't really affect me. But, again, with school coming up, I'm thinking of just, you know, getting more discipline and, and setting that 9 and then setting it at 8. That way, you know, I'm not distracted by the notifications. Actually, my notifications didn't even turned on, so I, I don't want to let that happen. But just anything Dang. else, man, I try to give her that time. Dang, I forgot about school. I started school in like two weeks. Hey, I forgot all about that. School mad corny, but I go. What about you, Les? When do you, when do you shut the world out? Um, as soon as I get in the house, man, because it's you know my my family really demands my time as soon as I get in the house. So it's very difficult to to allow anybody to uh, have that time unless it's like scheduled time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's scheduled time, then I can I can do that, and that my family understands because they know we run a business, so there's something that we got to do. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like, you know, just just random like conversation or YouTube stuff, like that's that stuff goes off before I walk in the door, and that's normally around like seven, eight o'clock, um, unless I'm working a little bit later. But other than that, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm turning that off. Absolutely. Yeah, well, what's up with you when you when you do it? Because I I know I know because you got a you got a different kind of schedule. Your schedule different. All so right, like, so like for me, um, my day usually starts around like five. Um, I'm not gonna say I get as much done personally that Nate does, but a lot of my time is wrapped up at work because how my shifts are. I work uh ten hour shifts, and on top of that, after the shifts, I go do football. So I'm kind of up a little later than I should be because I might not get to bed till 11. But my do not disturb comes on at 9. My you need to get your ass in bed by 9.30 alarm goes off, which I never, my sleep mode, I never even make into bed in that time. Very rarely I do. But that's when I'm getting, you know, the lady, like since we, we live together, but a couple of days of the week I stay with my mother because my job is right next to my mother's house. Um that's the time we have to talk. So I kind of like shut, shut down everything from there. I, was, I don't really go home and watch TV or anything like that. I'll play on my phone for, you know, about an hour or so, you know, before we talk because I need to stay up because I'm, if I don't wait for her up, I'm going to go 
you know, I mean, I'm gonna pass out because I've already had an exhausting day. But that's mostly my time. But I'm kind of moving around now that our times are changing at work. So it's gonna be easier for me to like, I'm trying to adapt my schedule more like Nate's is where I get a lot done before seven o'clock, like the school start and I want to be able to get my stuff done at night and uh, early morning. So I'm actually around, once I get back from after Labor Day, I'm actually going into more of a recluse mode. I'm not going to give too many people access to me. Um, I'm very accessible. I'm always there to help people, but I've been overextending myself and overexerting myself. And for these next nine to 10 months, you know, I want to really gear everything towards my wedding and schooling. So I really don't want to have, I don't want people to have such, so much access. I want to limit that. So, I mean, that's, I, so around like eight o'clock, I'm about to start adjusting stuff down, taking it down by eight to, you know, if you don't talk to me before then, you know, sorry, unless it's important. Like Nate said, you got to call me three times in order to get through to me. I'll check, check it in the morning or whatever. But right now it's about nine o'clock. I kind of like, kind of like settle down around like nine. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. Full recluse mode soon. Yeah, I was. I think I think it's super important to do that. Like I said, just for your own just mental well being. Because like I said, everything's so demanding, and everybody's always pulling at us. At you know, at all times, and people don't respect people's time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't respect that. But you know what? You know what else? Some people don't respect. I don't know where this is coming from, but I was looking at the couch. So I'm looking at Nipsey, <laughs> and um, it's crazy, right? So. We all got girls, right? Or or women. Yeah. It's crazy how they'll want, like, some of your... All right, maybe not none of my vegan food, but, like, they'll want some of your food that they'll eat, but you won't share your blanket when we're on the cover together. I mean, when we're on the couch together, which is crazy to me. Wait, wait, wait. We might got a flag on the play. We got a flag on the play at this moment? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the flag on the play. But I think that's crazy. Like, when we go out, you want some of what I have, but... You know what I'm saying? Even when I ask you, but then you want some when it comes to the table, but it's like, yo, let me get some of that blanket. It's cold downstairs. Like, you you yes, me like, 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 nah. <laughs> you cold and it's not my problem. So now I got to go get the other blanket. And sometimes the other blanket right next to me, but it's just the point. Like, sometimes I just want to cuddle under the blanket. It's like, nah, bro, go get this other blanket. It's just crazy to me how that happens, but I don't know if that happens to y'all at some point, but for me, it's just a little weird. Like, I thought everything was mutual, but sometimes it's not. Nah, that's that's women. That's yeah, the same way, like, I don't know. Go ahead, Lux, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, I don't know about that. Um, I'm going to say uh, that's a flag on a woman's behalf. Call me misogynistic or not, but uh, I really think it, it comes down to them, I'm not going to say unstable, but women are selfish beings. A hey, man, call it what it is, man. Call women, it what it a is. Lot of, a lot of women are selfish it. when it comes, comes to theirs. Yeah, I, don't, I don't blame them. Like, I grew up very selfish. I grew up with two brothers in a very competitive household. Like, everyone fought for something. But when it comes to a relationship, yo, women are demanding, and they want everything when they want it. For instance, like, if, if you're rotten by... Her favorite restaurant, like, hey, babe, I'm riding by, bye bye. You want something? Nah, I'm good. But if I stop at that restaurant and grab me something, she'd be like, might you get me something? Or she wants yours, like you said. Like, but if it was the other way around, it's you should have told me. Like, it's it's mad words. It's slippery slope. It's a double edged sword when it comes to that stuff. Mm. What, what's what's yeah, there? Yeah, so, you, so, what's so, what you, so, so basically, everything's basically, theirs. You, Y'all, y'all gotta understand the language, man. Like, like the language is 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 different now. Like, you gotta understand that you know when she say no, that actually means yes. But when you she say I mean? yes, you, and you, you don't want it, you come. gotta say no. You gotta say yes. Yeah, At one of those times, no means no. Which one is? It? It's always it's always the opposite, bro. I just always want to let y'all because think about it, bro. It's, it's all of it's it's just. Her knowing that you're thinking about her at all. I mean, it don't even matter if it's a piece of cornbread and you got a whole platter. Like, you, she wants something. You know what I mean? She wants something. And I, and I, and I, I almost guarantee you that if you just come with the cornbread, that she gonna be like, why didn't you get the platter? So you might as well just get the whole platter. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Why? So you so might as well. Food? You got to read your minds. Why? Nah, you you gonna eat it? So you gonna waste food? I'm not gonna eat it. You, 
Hey, will you will you save it for for tomorrow for lunch or something? You know what I'm my saying? My girl don't like leftovers. My girl don't like leftovers. You got then you got the limit. You gonna have a lot of wasted food in your household, <laughs> or, or you gonna be always arguing. <laughs> that's that's really what it comes down to. Cause that that's what you gotta understand about the relationship. It's like, you know, you gotta understand that their no means yes, and that their so when yes does no really mean no, Leslie. Les, when does uh, no mean no? <laughs> you you know you know when no mean no. You know Gosh, when you no mean no. You it's it's like it. a it's like Man, a, I just got to be married know, long. You know, yeah, you know, you know when the no is no. It's a certain kind of like, it's a certain kind of energy that you get from that no. You know what I mean? You just know. Oh just man, know. shout out, shout out yeah, to all the selfish women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to them. Shout out to the women. All right, fellas, let's, let's turn this a little awesome. bit into uh, – let's get into some quick sports talk real quick. Um, NBA is finally approaching. How do you guys uh, – well, I ain't going to say finally approaching. We still got some time around Thanksgiving. How do you guys like the new format of the NBA? What is the new format? I've been out of the loop. So I'm not going to say the new format, but we have shifted from super teams to – now the NBA look like NBA jams. You got two all-stars, a great host of, like, players, but it's all throughout the NBA. It's not just, like – Golden State is still Golden State without Kevin okay. Durant. But it's just Clay and Steph now. It's LeBron AD. It's Russ and Harden. Um, it's Paul George Kawhi. It's uh, Kimball Walker, Jason Tatum. It's – you know, so it's a, lot of, it's a lot of movement, but it's not, like, you stacked with three stars and four stars and – it's more like it looks like it almost like it was back in the nineties a little bit, in my opinion. I think it's I think it's dope actually, because um, it's going to make for more competitive basketball, and then it it makes it a toss up for obviously the championship and stuff like that. It's not so predictable now, like ah, uh, but now it's more exciting to watch certain games because before it was a host of like a few teams that you actually wanted to see, but now that it's that way, it's kind of like oh, this is going to be this might be lit like. Some of these these regular season games are going to be fire, and mm-hmm. it's going to be more competitive. So now, like I said, it's a toss up. So I actually like the format. I'm not really one to like you know people jump teams and try to make super teams. I, I don't like that. Um, but it is what it is. That's the era we're in right now. So I'm I'm here for it. I'm gonna definitely try to catch some games this season when I can. I mean, I I, I second with Nate. I mean, I I like a competitive season. Um, I, I typically wouldn't watch the NBA until, you know, playoffs or, or you know, the finals or, I mean, semifinals, finals, because this wasn't that exciting to me because, you, you know, you, you got these you got these super teams like Golden State and, um, you know, you, you kind of already know what's going – you know, not that you don't you don't know what's going to happen, but, you you know, if you follow basketball for some years, you, you know what it's like. So, um you know, I, I just try to um, stay in the loop around around the uh, the end of the season. But I'm glad they're doing this. Not saying I'm gonna be watching the basketball during the regular season because I just don't. I don't. I don't got that kind of time. I don't got that kind of time to be mm-hmm. watching um, ball football. I, I you can't. Somebody asked me if, to play fantasy football um, last week. I'm like, bro, I ain't watch football. So they're like, yo, all you gotta do is look. I'm like, man, I don't got that kind of time. Like mm-hmm. I do, I do not care that much to to do that, and you know he said it's like a hundred dollar buy in and all this, and I'm trying to explain the rules, and I'm like, bro, I get it, I know what it's like, but I'm, I'm not that interested. Like, thank you, but no, thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I have another conversation, but it could get a little lengthy, but we can save that for the next pod. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about when it comes to the NFL, but. We could talk about that for the next pod because that can go on for some time. Um, Word. Y'all want to do our highlight person of the week? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, drop that. All right. So for our new segment, we're going to do a highlight person of the week where we're acknowledging someone for what they're doing in the community, uh, what they're doing to better the community. Like, this is just a good person who's putting their heart on the line and doing something to help create something unique for, you know, our cities or our area of Atlanta County. We, we all from Pleasantville. So this week, highlight person of the week, we're going to give to 
Javier Garcia, aka Coach Hav, Hav, however you know him. But um, Hav is just a good dude. Uh, I've known him since he was very young. One of the very few people I've actually seen completely change their life around. He owns a company called Poseidon Customs. And Poseidon for him means, this business plan just means everything. He does everything from power washing to landscaping to creating clothing, um, jerseys for you know high school students uh, in support of their cities. Like uh, if you're from here, you know you've seen the um, excuse the villainy, excuse the whatever city you're from. Um, he has like a, a lot of different designs that he do that the kids actually have a big majority of the the method to his madness. I guess you can say he really really values the kids um uh opinions you know if they want something checkered he's gonna make something checkered that they like he you know he did the flames he, he's doing a lot with his company and his platform like and it doesn't just do that he, he gives back to colleges he gives back to a lot of the uh recreation centers that are around here like so shout out to hob i know all of us went to school with hob i don't yeah all of us went to school with hob so all of us know him from one aspect and not Mm, yeah, yeah. I was a, he's a solid dude, man. Like you said, to see his growth from us being younger to now is incredible. His maturity, his ambition, all that stuff is super dope and inspiring, man. And just to see even what he's doing with his company from where it started to where it is now, like he's in mm -hmm. heavy demand, like his hands is on everything. Every time I turn yeah. around, he's, he's created something else for somebody else. Whether that's football yeah. team, stuff for different schools, like charity events. Working. Like he's even... His company's even helping me out. He's the one, um, his company will be producing, you know, because I have apparel going out with the book as well um, that I just announced yesterday, um, some motivational mm -hmm. apparel. And he's actually going to be the one creating that. He told me how to do it, how to go about it. Um, so he, he's well educated on it, man. He's, he has a lot of experience in it. And he's just grinding, man. He's one of the yeah. hardest workers I know. And, you know, he's not just working to work. Like, everything he's doing is productive. And yeah, how... I love Hav's it. doing it. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, I know Hav a little deeper than that. Um, me and Hav chop it up a lot. Every, every, every day, me and Hav are talking about something. Like he's been coaching for maybe the last seven, eight years, and this year he decided that he wasn't going to coach. He's going to dedicate a hundred percent of his time to his business, in all facets. So, oh, I forgot he's even a photographer. Like he does, he does it all. Like he's one of the very few guys I know that does it all and enjoys every single bit of it like he's always ripping around and he still plays semi-pro football so he's he's doing like like i said he's doing it all and shout out to hob man yeah definitely shout out to hob one of our uh one of our, our leader leaders in our community that absolutely like, you, know, you can look up to man especially because he comes from where they come from and, and he understands that he's doing. yeah and he's executing man that, that's the big thing he's executing and He's tied into the community and the youth. So definitely shout out to Javi, somebody that, you know, definitely needs more praise. Um, he probably doesn't feel that way because he's grinding, but uh, I definitely want to send him some love. Word. All right, fellas, y'all got anything else y'all want to chop it up about? Um, I just, I guess I'll say my, my piece about Hav, man. You know, how, how uh, you know... I, I think the biggest thing I really enjoy about Hob is um we, we have we have um two very similar um I would say behaviors. The first thing is he literally listens to everything. And what I mean what I mean by that is he he can learn from everything. So like he'll sit down with a kid, you know, that might have autism and he'll learn something from that experience and he'll be able to like apply it and you know, and me and him, like, we, we got to talking about, like, different ways of learning and, and uh, different people that we learned from. And it was just, like, it was amazing to, to uh, meet somebody that, could, that you know, kind of had that same, that same behavior. Because um, it's, not, it's not always as common, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. Especially for people who don't really spend time with, like, children a lot. They, they don't really understand exactly. But, like, you know, if you're around kids and you're around, like, you know, um, and even animals, like just, just different, different experiences. You'll, you'll like just learn stuff from everything that you, uh, mm -hmm. uh, that you're around. The second thing was like how invested he is in his, uh, with the youth, like, um, 
I know he did something powerful with the kids um, where he's bringing them into his, his place of business and like teaching them the ropes, like showing them from how to do this to that to that. Like, mm -hmm. cause all the, everybody conceptualized like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But then when he showed them exactly what it takes to kind of, you know, create the shirt all the way to implementation, to getting it out to people, there's so many steps in between that. And the kids, you know, he was just telling me how, how like, they was like, wow. You know, like, I didn't even know it took all this, Hob. Like, you know, I thought it was just this, this, and that. We, and then kind of using that as an example with everything else in life. Like, yo, things just take time, bro. You're not just going to get it mm -hmm. right off the bat, you know. This is something that you just got to work on. So, you know, with him giving those kids that kind of uh, outlet and that perspective, it, it does them such a great service, man. And, and shout out to Hob. I salute him. Solid brother, and I, we look forward to building with him. Absolutely, in the near future. Yeah. The the one so he, one good thing I like about Hav also, like we said, he listens. I was one yeah. of the first people before Instagram. Like, Hav was a knucklehead growing up. Hav never listened to anyone. Like, I remember when Hav first started playing football his freshman year. Never played football, but he was just one tough person. He was rough, little rough, little light skinned Dominican kid. Like. And he was just nasty, attitude, mouth, everything. To see him grow into someone that actually listens to everyone and lets you get your, your speaking off before he implements, that's just, that's just a testament of anyone can do this. You know, anyone can learn a skill that you never thought you could learn. You know, like Hav, like, he was putting kids' action photos on clothing. Like, I remember he had the little, little warm-ups or whatever, like a lot of the football players. Like, I remember Lodge had a picture of him, you know, catching a ball. Like, these are actually live photos that Hob took, and he put on, like, shirts and warm-ups for these kids and really made them embrace and love where they were from. You know, like, that's all you can ask for a person that, you know, is a mentor or someone that's actually grinding in these streets, like people will say, and that are really there. Man, it sounds like he need a documentary or something. <laughs> no, it's real. Like, Hob really loves being from Puzzleville, and he, all the kids that are there, he tries to help, show them to embrace it. Like, embrace where you're from, you know? Not to me, kids, everyone want to move around for a better program. Like, Hav has gotten kids to stay in Pleasantville, to play for the Pleasantville program, or even to come to Pleasantville to see what we really have to offer. Because the stereotypes and the stigmas are real about our city, and y'all know it. Yeah, unfortunately. And you know what, man? We actually got a really great city, man, or town. We, we, we really got a great town, and a lot of guys are, like, you know, tough-knit, I mean, tight-knit. Um, but you know, the, the politics and, and, you know, the, the, the people that are, um, are here a lot of times don't always, don't always make it so much better, um, by mm -hmm. talking poor, poorly about it. So, you know, even for myself, man, I'm, I'm like constantly, um, pushing myself to speak, speak better about my township. Although, you know, we've had, you know, some, some discrepancies and some challenges and things like that with doing what we do in our, in, in our community. It, that, that, it's still, still, that doesn't mean that we should, we should uh, um, talk poorly about it. We should, we should definitely talk it up no matter what. Absolutely. So, you know, that's, that's a change mindset and a change behavior that we, uh, I know that I'm going to implement from this point on. Yeah, shout out to Hav, man, our highlight person of the week. Shout out to Hav. Word, fellas. So that's a good clue episode 021 of the New OG's podcast. And we're signing off. All right, fellas. I love y'all. All right, man. Love y'all too, man. Have a good All right, bro. Love y'all. Talk with you. Peace. Peace. So stay tuned for the next episode. This is Nate, Tone, and Les coming to you live from the new OG's podcast. Felt like Leon Nelson all the time it was taken. Here to fill the voice, I see the slide is vacant. Just pump it up and trap queen, nothing really been shaking. But let me handle that. Put us back up on that mat. Gotta be careful who I'm talking to in case my phone is.